WOKQ, who's this? Hi, John from Manchester. All right, John from Manchester. When do socks go on in the rotation? First, I'm going to start by saying 98% of the time I'm on your team, Logan, but not this one. Whoa! So, first of all, thank you for the consistent support. <laughs> so, so socks go on last, in your opinion? Last. Socks and shoes are together. I sit down in the chair, you know, after I'm dressed, and socks and shoes, last thing. Okay. So, but I do like the fact that you're sitting. Yeah, uh, always. <laughs> yeah, so sitting makes it a little easier to get the socks on. I guess oftentimes when I'm getting ready, it's often in the bathroom. You can sit there. I guess I could sit on the toilet. That's mm-hmm. true. I might fall back asleep, though. <laughs> John, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Have a good one. Stay on hold. We'll take down your number and put you in the running for this uh, gift card, okay? Thank you so much. All right, hold on, dog. W-O-K-Q, who's this? Tammy. All right, Tammy. When do you put socks on? Last. I'm Team Kira. Really? Team Kira. Yeah. All the way. You've got to go back there anyway. you got to what? Go back there. You gotta go back there anyway. Just do it when you're doing your socks. What do you mean, go back there? Well, to put your shoes on. I mean, when you're putting your shoes on, you're going back there anyway. So do socks and then shoes last. Riddle me this, Tammy. Where do you keep your socks and underwear? Do you keep them together? Yeah, so that's my thing, too. I grab my socks and underwear at once. I'm like, all right, it's your turn. This drawer, it's your turn. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) She's laughing. I have a reason for everything I do. Hey, you know, it's just easier. Socks and then shoes, and then you're ready to go out the door. Yeah, I, I definitely used to do that. I'm talking, like, until probably last year. But now, like, when I bend over to pull my socks on with, with like, even just, like, a flannel. Like, I'm grunting and groaning like an 80-year-old man. I hear you. I'm just too lazy to bend over twice. That's all. That's, that's oh, a good point. Oh, more efficient. You put a whole new, you put a whole new perspective <laughs> in my head. I would say Kira would say that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. W-O-K-Q, who's this? Morning. Hey, who's this? How are you doing? We're, we're doing well, man. What's your name? This is Ed from Rochester. I had a feeling it was my buddy, Ed. Good to, good to hear you, man. Hey, hey. Good to hear you guys. So, Ed, tell me, when are you putting your socks on? Uh, well, there's two scenarios now. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I put my underwear on first and then my socks. And if it's a shirt that's got to be tucked in, I put that on first and then my pants. But if it don't need to be tucked in, my underwear, socks, my pants, and then my shirt. Ed is speaking from years of experience. And there's, there's not a better caller out there. Ed, this is spot on. I love it. I love your reasoning, too. All right, Ed. And that, do you know why I do that? Tell because me why. I start my day with a nice cold Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Ed. You're just in your underwear and socks walking around your house with a morning breakfast beer. You got it. That's my buddy. <laughs> Ed, thanks so much for the call, man. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Have a good day, guys. You too, man. Yep. WOKQ, who's this? This is Austin. All right, Austin. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Hey, Austin. Good morning. Good morning. Austin, when do the socks go on in the rotation? So it's it's weird. I put my socks on before my jeans. Okay. But then I do like sock shoe, sock shoe. No, you do not. <laughs> yes, I do. You get a full foot ready while the other foot is bare? Hanging out? Yeah, it's, it's a weird habit I've done since I was eight or nine years old. Whoa. So you must have... So you must have been like a shoe in the house household, right? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I can't even imagine that. I would feel so confused for the brief moment that one foot is completely ready and the other foot is bare. I would feel so confused. It's very weird. But like after after doing it for eight or nine years, 
it's it's just become like secondhand nature. That's wild. I'd like to know if anybody has called you out on it. Like if you're dating a, a lady and she sees you getting ready like that. Uh, I, it has happened once. It it was really weird conversation we had. <laughs> It's like an episode of Second Date Update. Uh, he put his socks on in a pretty messed up order. <laughs> the weird thing is, like, um, you've been doing it for so long, you probably didn't think about it until we brought it up, right? Yeah, no. Wow. It, it was, I, I just thought, like, oh, yep, everybody well, did that. Welcome know? to Kira and Logan in the Morning, where we make you second guess everything you've been doing your whole life. Yeah, that's how it works. That's, yeah, wow. I'm, I'm actually, like confused about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Austin, you know what, man? We love you, dog. We want to give you the gift card to Dave's Hot Chicken. All right. So if anybody makes fun of the way you're getting ready, you tell them to pound sand or, or you know, you, you can take them to Dave's Hot Chicken and sweeten them up a little bit. They ain't getting any chicken. There you go. <laughs> Austin, hold All on you. for us. Thanks so much for the call, man. Thank you. Gold, 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Good morning. Hey, Logan. Hey, Jen. Well, I got to tell you something that happened to us uh, the other night. It was kind of funny. We uh, went out to dinner, my husband and I, and we sat down and looked at the menus, you know, as people do do. when you're going out to dinner. As you do. And this was a pub. This was Chopridge Pub in Ipswich. It's like our favorite down-home local place. Uh, So the waitress comes over and asks us if we'd like something to drink before we order. Sure. Typical, right? This is normal. Where is this going? (laughs) My husband, Mike, says, "Uh, yeah, what do you have on draft? Yeah, it's a normal question I ask. Yeah, right. And the server, without missing a beat, says... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> what? Like, get the punchline out. <laughs> Blue cheese, Dijon mustard, vinaigrette, oil, and vinegar. Shut up. Didn't even realize what she said. She's so used to saying it. My husband looks at her and says, uh, I'll how about a cheese. bud? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. She realized what she said, and we all started laughing. She must her. have been burnt out after a long shift. Yeah, yeah. I'm figuring that's what it was. Not what are your side dressings. No. That is, that is pretty funny, though. <laughs> That's anyway, good. Uh, what do we got today for the mind bender? Oh, oh so first wait. of all, we got Aaron Lewis tickets. Y- yeah, I wanted to add that. You can talk about it. Well, we got Aaron Lewis tickets coming to the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom, baby. baby. July 12th. You could score those tickets if you answered this question. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's extremely embarrassing. Hmm. I'm trying to think if it's ever happened to me. I, I don't think so. I think I would remember. Yeah, I don't think so either for me. But Depending on what uh, what end you're on, anyway. Mm-hmm. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's extremely embarrassing. 603-749-0975. That's the East Coast Lumber Building Supply Listener Line, and you're playing for Aaron Lewis tickets. I know you want them. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date. Okay, Q, who's this? This is PJ from Rochester. All right, PJ, how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. Headed into work on this rainy day. Yeah, no kidding. At least it's Friday. Here's your question, my man. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's very embarrassing. Credit card got declined. Great <laughs> guess. That's probably where my head would go to. Not the answer, though. Oh, all right. But but think about it and call us back. I will. Thank you very much. Take Thanks, care, PJ. PJ. Okay, Q, who's this? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Doug. I'm from York, Maine. All right, Doug. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, 
It's very embarrassing, and no, it's not getting the credit card declined. What do you think it is? Uh, vehicle breaking down. <laughs> also a good guess. That would be embarrassing, too. Not the answer, though. They write songs about that, by the way. Yes, they do. <laughs> good guess. Try again. Right. Call back and try again, all right? Thanks, Doug. Thank you very much. See you, man. Okay, Q, who's this? Good morning. WOKQ. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Peter. Peter, where are you calling from? Hopkinton. Oh, gosh, I know that. Yeah, we should know that by now. Peter, one in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's very embarrassing. Vehicle does not break down, and it's not your credit card getting declined. What is it? How about a sneezing fit? Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm about to have one of those right now. Logan has one every morning, and so do I, by the way. Something in the studio. But that's not the right answer, Peter. Well, I'm, I'm glad it was the right answer because it is quite embarrassing. It actually happened to me. <laughs> On a date, Peter? Yes. Did it lead to a second date? Yes. Wow. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, Did- she, was, she, was a, she was a nurse. So she probably wanted to use a case study on Peter. She wanted to fix you, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, Peter. Always a pleasure talking to you. Never a chore. Thanks for calling in. Call back, okay? Thank you. Take Thanks, care, Peter. man. What do you think, Jenny? Time for a hint? Yeah, definitely. All right, here's your question. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's very embarrassing. Here's a big hint. It's that you forgot something. Something that you absolutely cannot forget on a first date. Very embarrassing. 603-749-0975. That's the East Coast Lumber Building Supply listener line. Playing for a pair of tickets to see Aaron Lewis July 12th. One in six people say this has happened. Hey, how are you? Good. You got big weekend plans? I feel like you're already having the weekend right now. Oh, my gosh. At least you have some great energy. And attitude. Yeah, I usually do. <laughs> I love that about you, Sherry. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's very embarrassing. What is it? Deodorant. Well, they forgot deodorant. Oh, forgot deodorant. deodorant. Yeah. Great guess. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That could be trouble. I, yeah, that would definitely be stinky. This is more painful for the soul, not the nostrils. <laughs> good guess, though. Thanks, Sherry. Try again. Have Thank a good you. weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, Q, who's this? Hi, this is Steven. All right, Steven. One in six people say this has happened to them on a first date, and it's very embarrassing. What is it? Forgot their wallet. Ooh, that would be embarrassing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer with the forgetting stuff. Yep, not the right answer, but you're getting closer. Hang up and try again, okay? Yep. All right, brother man, thanks for calling in. Okay, Q, who's this? Tara. Tara, one in six people say this has happened to them on a first date. It's very embarrassing. It's not that they forgot deodorant or forgot their wallet. I even think this is worse. What is it? Forget the person's name. Forget Yay. the person's name, Tara. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. That happened to one in six people. That's painful. I'm so sorry to one in six people out there. How do you get around that, too? How do you find out what the person's name is? I'm, I don't know. You don't. You just start sweetheart. You start sweethearting them. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's either that or you call them the wrong name. Mm. <laughs> All right, Tara. Feeling, you feeling, feeling good? good? Oh, yeah. We're feeling good. All right. On a Friday. Got the good stuff right here for you. All right. This Pennsylvania conductor, train conductor, is getting some praise. He found a man's wallet on his train, drove 50 miles out of his way. Wow. On his birthday. Come on. Yeah. And anonymously returned it with the help of um, a Philly TV station. So Greg Basile was able to find Richard Murray Day so he could properly thank him. Here's the audio um, from the ring camera because he just dropped it off, right? He drove 50 miles and dropped it off. Wow. So this audio from the ring camera 
as Murray Day returned the wallet and both men talking about the experience and meeting up. I found your wallet. I'm returning it. Found it on my train. What he did was pretty spectacular. What he had in there, I know he would really need it. And I wasn't looking for anything in return. I did what was in my heart. I think he's a great guy and we're going to. We're going to keep up this friendship. He's a great guy. Look at him. I like that so much. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, and they, yeah. they are. They're friends now. They talk regularly, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's a great start to a friendship. Yep. Now, closer to home in Webster, Massachusetts, the that lake with that long name. Oh, Lake Charamanchunga Hanga Chang Chang. Yeah, that's that one. one. <laughs> that's one. Yeah, over there. Uh, an autistic ch- uh, toddler was wearing only a diaper, wandered away from his home, towards the French River uh, while his babysitter was distracted. Oh, no. Mm, Trouble there. Uh, Webster police officers, aware of the attraction to water often seen with people with autism. They knew that. So they quickly located the boy uh, from a nearby riverbank. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Very scary. The baby was unharmed, and his mother and the Webster Police Department praised the officers in the call center because... They knew where to look immediately because of his condition, and uh, it averted a potential tragedy. So kudos to the Webster Police Department. Yeah, right on. Cool. And then in a show of solidarity, students and staff at Liberty High School in Arizona, they love their geometry teacher, who also happens to be their soccer coach. Okay. His name is Tyler Hussey. And he's battling a very aggressive cancer. So in a show of solidarity, they all went into the gym, all of them, and shaved their heads. Come on. Yeah. The whole, what, soccer team? Yeah. Everybody. Yep. That's great. Uh, He recently underwent lung removal and was going through radiation treatments and just so inspired by the school community and uh, the students. That's outstanding. Isn't that a great story? That's great. I love it. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hookston, New Hampshire. We got a lot of good stories, so let's get into the first one. L. King was at the Grand Ole Opry last Friday mm-hmm. with Dolly for an Opry Goes Dolly event when L. King had a little too much to drink and uh, made that very clear up on stage. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm A lick of English. That girl, as she said, was bleeping hammered. Oh so the reason I'm bringing it up now is because, unfortunately for L. King, uh, she's getting kind of some backlash because of it, and a few of her shows are being postponed because of it. Four of her next shows are being postponed. Now, from my reading and small bit of research, I can't tell if it's her postponing it. From mm. From what I'm understanding is it might be from sources and powers higher than her saying, you know what, you need to take a break. You're uh in the limelight for the for the the spotlight for the wrong reasons. How about we we take a break for a bit? Oh man. Poor L. Well poor, poor no L. it was no, it wasn't her fault. That's right, Jimmy. Seriously. That's right, That's Jimmy. Some accountability. Yeah. So Casey Musgraves is putting out a beautiful version of Bob excuse me, Bob Marley's classic Three Little Birds. This is gorgeous. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Every little thing It's gonna 
That's beautiful. Real beautiful. Really? Okay, so Jenny, do you remember the story? I want to say it was a week ago. It might have been earlier this week, but I think it was at least a week ago, if not two. Zach Bryan was defending Tyler Childers because he had a new song called Shake the Frost. And Zach Bryan put out a tweet that said, quote, imagine being radio, whoever the hell that is, hearing Shake the Frost and being like, no, let's go with that Applebee's song, <laughs> which was kind of a chirp at Walker Hayes, fancy-like, because, I mean, I'll dissect it. I'll, I'll mansplain it for you. Uh, Zach Bryan obviously thinks that the Applebee's song is kind of a joke and doesn't have as much, uh, doesn't hold up as well as some of his or Tyler Childress song. Well, Walker Hayes took the high road at first. He said, big shout out to radio for playing that Applebee's song. Zach and Tyler, I'm praying for y'all's continued success. That's the high road. Well, <laughs> he went back a little bit and he decided to make a song about it. And what a fast turnaround because it's been like a week. Uh, here's the song. Out of funny Wicked good, huh? Oh, so basically the, the, the song says, stop getting mad at people trying to make money. We're all trying to do it. It doesn't matter how you do it. We're all trying. Mm -hmm. We're all out there. I love it. I think it is a, a, a funny diss. I'm curious to see if Zach Bryan claps back in any way. I'm sure we'll have an update on Monday for you. Last but not least, Taylor Swift is outraged and considering suing because an AI-generated photo was made of her to be naked. 22 million people saw it. Swifties are mad for her. Taylor's mad for herself. Here's the thing. She's not the first person. Mm -hmm. Like, AI-generated photos are going around of famous actresses and, and whatnot, and they're obviously fake, and they're obviously very egregious with... Um, it's AI, so you can imagine what it's looking like. Yeah. But I don't know if, if anything that she, like, she can't, she wants to sue. What are, you gonna, yeah. what are you suing for? Yeah. I mean, it stinks, but that's sort of the world we're living in right now. And there's going to need to be some kind of laws put in place regarding AI stuff because it is just an untapped area that we're going into in terms of technology. Well, if anybody can do it, Taylor Swift that's can. That's a very right? good point. <laughs> that's like half of the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOK. So you went out. It's time for Second Date Update on 97.5 WOKQ. We welcome in Gina. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I'm okay. Yeah, sounds like you're just okay. I got your submission on the 97.5 WOKQ app. Uh, you told us a little bit about Paul, but can you walk it back a little bit? How did you meet him? What's going on now? Yeah, okay. So I, I met Paul through... A mutual friend of mine. It's actually a friend and a coworker. We work together, okay. and so um, it's my buddy Aaron. And um, Aaron is friends with Paul, and so I mean, Aaron knows me really, really well. And so I'm like, okay, Aaron knows me really well. If he knows Paul really well, and and he's like, you know, agreeing that this would be a good match, I was assuming this is going to be a great match. Sure, that makes sense. And it was like, oh my goodness, he is so cute. Like he's definitely not like a super touchy feely guy which is okay, and um, it was kind of tough at first with Paul to 
kind of like break down any personal details about his life and have him get like a little emotional and personal. But he did. Like him and I started with text messages and it was over text for a few weeks and he was opening up more and more and he seems really, really genuine. That's great. So what's happening now then? Okay, so we so we talked for a few weeks and then he asked me out and it was I was so excited and we went out and he didn't have a plan, which is totally fine. We agreed that he'd pick the like place that we'd eat and then I'd pick like the activity afterwards. Oh, I love that idea though. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Like we could both, you know, be involved and so he picked a restaurant and we had like apps and dinner and it, that went super smooth and it was easy, fun. And then I picked the activity afterwards, and we went to uh, an improv show. Oh, and yeah, so I was, fun! Like, I was like, yeah, I love I love improv shows. So I I um I was like, let's do that. And he was laughing the entire time. He really seemed to like it. I you know we had a blast. He seemed to have a blast. I thought. And um, at the end of the night, he gave me a kiss, which was awesome. And then now he's completely ghosting me. Whoa, what a crazy 180. So that was going to be my only, literally only question was, did he like the improv show? But you said that he was laughing the whole time. Yeah, I okay. mean. Okay, interesting. And completely ghosting yeah. you, you guys haven't really talked since the date? No. Okay. All right, time to put my uh, Sherlock Sherwood hat on and see what the heck's going on, Gina. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to give us Paul's phone number. We're going to play a few songs and call him, see if we can get him on the other line and see what's going on. I mean, it seems like it was a good first date. He seemed to like it. He picked the restaurant. He, la he laughed at your activity. So I'm not sure what's going on, but maybe it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah, me? I, I don't know. Oh, boy, you're not too he's confident. I know. It's just he's like really ghosted. We were, we were texting almost every day, and he was really interactive and like literally crickets. I mean, he has vanished. Well, let's see what we can do. And the goal is to set you two up on a second day that we, the radio station, pay for. So cross your fingers, Tootsie's two. Let's hope for the best and uh, we'll give him a call. Second date update on number one for New Country, 97.5 WOK. All right, we did it. We were able to track down Paul. Good morning, Paul. Hey. Hey, yeah, I, I hear your hesitation right away. Thanks for coming on for second date update. We, we do appreciate it. We heard a little bit about your date with Gina. Uh, it seems like you guys had such a good connection and, and a great date. What's going on right now? Yeah, uh, we met through a friend. Uh, we did dinner drinks, and that was all good. And then um, it turns out she's like an improv girl, and I hated it. Um, oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. So I heard about the improv show. You didn't like going? The, I mean, the show was fine, but the, so the first part was like a normal show, and then they're like, and now it's an improv jam, and you guys get to play along, and so the you know people from the audience started hopping up, and she was crazy on stage. I mean, she was like going up for every scene, not giving anyone else a chance. She was going nuts, uh, like, I, and then finally she pulled me on stage, and I was like, game, this is gross. I hate this. Oh my God, that is not what she said to me. I mean, she said that you guys went to an improv show or class or whatever the heck you want to call it, but I did not know that A, she was a character or B, that you were forced to be a character. It's like Gina was the show. Gina was the show. Oh man. And did she tell you that she was going to be popping up on stage or that it was interactive? No, definitely not. Okay. It's like... Uh, it just suddenly started happening around me, you know, like it was a normal show. And then it was like, and now you guys, Gina was like, uh, before they even like announced it, Gina was like, I'm bad. He's like, me, woo, it's me time. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. There was obviously some miscommunication about the evening. Um, Paul, speaking of miscommunications, we didn't tell you, but Gina is on the other line. So she heard everything you had to say. And uh, we're going to bring her in and kind of hash it out, us three, okay? Yeah. Hey, Gina, are you there? Yeah. Hi. So you heard what Paul said. I didn't know that you were, you know, getting up there for the improv show. Although, to be fair, it is an improv show. So I guess. You're kind of getting into that as an audience member. But, you know, t- talk to Paul. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I guess I'm just so sh- shocked and confused that that's why, uh, I guess that's why apparently I've been so blatantly ghosted. I mean, I saw you laughing and, and I mean, it is improv. I, I see, I've gone to a ton of improv shows. Not all of them have the audience involved, but sometimes they do. And it was just being fun and spontaneous. I mean, I have done improv, I guess, quite a bit in the past. It's not like I'd say I, I'm, like, addicted to it or do it all the time. But I guess I just thought it was super fun and spontaneous and something exciting to do as two new people getting to know each other. I I didn't realize it was that horrible. It, it was just a lot. I mean, she, she was like a cowgirl and an alien dinosaur wait 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 these were all of her roles oh yeah 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 uh but it but the weirdest one was at one point she was like monroe where's my baby boy monroe monroe you were so bad at school today and then she looked at me and pulls me up there and she's like monroe what did you do in school today and i was like what the wait 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 (laughs) she she called you monroe and and you were a part of the bit as as her son she may be her naughty schoolboy son. And it's like, I don't know what it, what this is, but I'm not having it. <laughs> you were a naughty schoolboy son. Hey, I mean, to be fair, Gina, he might he might not have minded being the naughty schoolboy son, just not on stage in front of a hundred people. I mean, oh my goodness, I guess I I, I guess I'm, I I forget that not everybody like understands Im- improv is supposed to be beyond ridiculous and and not make sense and goofy like clearly it definitely was was, yeah wow i'm just i'm i'm in shock i i i wasn't to be weird it was just supposed to be goofy and fun all right well i i think now's probably a a good time mama gina and uh son monroe (laughs) (laughs) to to uh, wrap this all up what what i'm going to do now is offer paul a chance to go on a second date with Gina that we, the radio station, pay for. It won't be to an improv class. It's dinner on us. Paul, are you interested in that? No. <laughs> no, just straight up no. All right, Monroe. Well, that's all right. Uh, Gina, sorry it wasn't the answer you were looking for. I do hope your improv oh. man is out there. Yeah, wow. Okay. All right, guys. Wow. Best of luck to the both of you. This is a fun one. And the reason we're doing this is two part. One, because Lydia brought it up. And two, I have a take back from like a year ago when we originally talked about this. So the question is, how do you get ready in order of clothing? In articles of clothing, what's your order to get ready in? Now, a year ago, Kira said, who the heck puts their socks on before their pants? And I was like, yeah, who does that? Well, since she said that, I've been very conscious of when I put my socks on. And it's the second thing that I do every single time. I go underwear, socks, who's up? What's your order of getting ready, Lydia? Okay, it's undies, pants, 
socks, top, shoes. Then I do my hair and my makeup. That's my order every day. I thought girls do their hair and makeup before they get dressed. No. What? No. no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope. No, because really? I, I don't want to put on a sweater over my... I don't wear a lot of makeup anyways, but if I do wear makeup, then I don't want to pull a tight collar over my face and like wash down or like like scrape down the makeup that I just put on my face. Not to mention get makeup on your sweater. Or yeah, you especially wear. if you're wearing white too. Like you have to put it on before you do your makeup. I am blown away. <laughs> I got to talk to my wife because I really think that she does herself up like right after the shower and then gets dressed. My wife does that too sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes me feel better. It really varies for me, but I think I would say I pick the top first. You put the top on? No, I'm talking, oh, how do you get how, dressed? How I, okay. Order of getting Order dressed. Operations. Okay, undies, pants, top, socks, then shoes. Socks oh last? God. Socks how do you, yeah. How do you pull your socks up when you got a top yeah. constricting you? Get in here, Rachel. What? <laughs> Get in here, Rachel. You know what I just realized? I think, so it sounds like you're someone who doesn't wear ankle socks similar to how I don't wear ankle socks, which means that my socks have to go on before my pants. Otherwise, my pants are getting all, you know, I put the if I put my pants on and then I put on my crew socks, now I'm bunching up my socks and I have to have uncomfortable socks for the rest of the day. Right. You got to do the socks before the pants if you're if you're going anything beyond ankle socks. My socks are always ankle length, so that explains uh. the issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically now the topic is going to be do you put your socks on before or after your pants? Right. That's going to be the, the topic. I also got to say, of course you put makeup on after you get ready because you don't want to get makeup on your clothes. What does your mm -hmm. wife do? I really think she gets like gets all done and then dresses. But you've told me I she only puts... I think you're probably wrong. She only puts <laughs> mascara on. But even mascara... No, she doesn't wear mascara. She gets her eyelashes done. Oh. She doesn't wear any makeup. Well, I was going to well, say, like, if you're putting, like, face stuff on, then, yeah, you don't want it to, like, rub off on your clothes. But, right, if you're just putting a little... If you're just judging up the eye area a little bit. Je -je -ju. A little je -je -ju. They have it. The tribe has spoken on 97.5 WOKQ. Well, there you go. Uh, so... So what? So let's give away some tickets. All right, yeah. Let's, what do we got today? We, we're moving on, and it's now, because it's Friday, it's Flip It Friday, and it's time for Can't Beat Logan. So today, we have a pair of tickets to Brooks and Dunn, David Lee Murphy, and Ernest. Those tickets go on sale at 10 a.m., by the way, if you want to buy them. Uh, June 29th, Bank and H Pavilion. But you can get them for free if you beat or tie me. 603-749-0975. That's the East Coast Lumber Building Supply Listener Line. 603-749's our entire phone line. Looks like a Christmas oh, tree. Geez. Holy smoke. 0975. We play <laughs> Can't Beat Logan in about 10 minutes on 97.5 WOKQ. Think you've got what it takes? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. It's time to play Can't Beat Kira on 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning, Alicia. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hey, how you doing? You're ready to play for some Brooks I'm and Dunn ready. tickets? All right. Then the first thing you have to do is kick Logan out of the room. You can be nice or mean. Doesn't matter to me. All right, Logan. It's going to be an estrogen party if in here. Get that testosterone out the door. <laughs> I, I, I'm not speechless often, but I don't even have a comeback. Goodbye, ladies. Bye. See ya. Hasta la vista. Adios. Out of here. I'm leaving. Go. I'm You're not quick enough for me. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get this started. So question one. Today is the greatest hockey player of all time's birthday. In fact, his number was 99, and it was retired throughout the whole NHL. No team can ever use his jersey number again. Who is it? That would be the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, yes. All right. 
All right, we'll move on. Uh, okay, we all know Adam Sandler is from Manchester, right? Yep. Well, I'm going to give you some names. Three of these people are from New Hampshire. One is not. Tell me which one is not, okay? Okay. Comedian Sarah Silverman. New Hampshire. Singer Ray LaMontagne. Ooh, I don't know. Robert, uh, poet Robert Frost. Actress Mandy Moore. Which one of them is not from New Hampshire? The singer, not Mandy Moore, the guy. Uh, Ray LaMontagne. Okay. He's yeah. really great if you don't know. Um, okay. And then finish the lyrics. It's Kenny Chesney's Get Along. Get Along, Down the Road. We've got a long, long way to go. Scared to live, scared to die. What's the next line? Perfect because we try. Okay. All right. I'm calling Logan back in. Don't say anything. Logan's coming back in with all of his testosterone. That's right, ladies. Yep. Yep. All right, Logan. It, it is testosterone time. <laughs> how do you feel you did? I feel I did okay. Okay. All right, good. Well, let's see how Logan does. Let's go. All right. For Flip It Friday, Logan, this is going to be a slam dunk for you, but today is the greatest hockey player of all time's birthday. In fact, be. his number 99 was retired throughout the NHL, so no team can use his number. It's got to be, I was going to say Wayne Gretzky. It is Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Yes. Did you know that? That they've retired his number and no NHL team can use 99? I did know that. Okay. Alicia got it right, too. Even in the peewee leagues, kids don't use his number. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I did not know that. That's cool. My kid played hockey. I didn't know that. Anyway, Gretzky's 63 today. Hard to believe. All right. Question two. We all know Adam Sandler is from Manchester. I'm going to give you four names. Three of these people are from New Hampshire. One is not. Tell me which one is not. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Comedian Sarah Silverman, singer Ray LaMontagne, poet Robert Frost, actress Mandy Moore. I have no clue. Really? Ray. There's no Ray. way Ray is from New Hampshire. Uh, Alicia also said Ray. He is. He's from he Nashua. Is? Yes. No way. Yes. Ironically. Yeah, no. Mandy Moore is from Nashua. Sarah Silverman is from Bedford. So it's Robert Frost. Robert Frost, who has a farm in New Hampshire, yeah. actually grew up in Lawrence, Mass, and was born in San Francisco. Uh, He's actually not from New Hampshire. Now you get, so I'm gonna you, I'm gonna have some some music in my head all day. You are the, the best thing. thing. You're the yeah. best thing. You know that song? All right. Um, so yeah. So that's that's the scoop. So the score is one to one. One to one. Let's do it. Number three. Finish the lyrics. Kenny Chesney's Get Along. Get along on down the road. We've got a long, long way to go. Scared to live. Scared to die. We ain't perfect, but we try. All right. You both got that right. So the score is two to two. But a tie is as good as a win. But, Alicia, we need the phrase of shame for Logan. Uh, my name's Alicia. I'm from Rochester. I can't beat Logan. That's but right. Because he can't beat me either. It, it don't, <laughs> listen, the testosterone around here was oh, not going to let you beat me, but you are going to get the tickets to see Brooks and Dunn, girl. Thank you for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Alicia, you know we love you. Of course. Thanks for playing along with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny on Flip It Friday, 97.5 WOK. Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny, 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning. Well, we're having a little chat here. <laughs> yeah, kind of, a, kind of a crazy topic we're about to throw at you. Do you wash the inside of your belly button? Now, before you go, what? Changing the, the station, saying what the heck are they doing? Oftentimes, we have stupid or silly conversations in our head, and the first thing we always do is turn it to our tribe. So earlier this week, we asked the tribe this question, and here's how that went down. Let's talk about hygiene. Do you wash your belly button? Someone step up. <laughs> Lydia, answer the question. I mean, 
I wash my belly, but I don't like dig in there like All right, a, that, like a that's lot. That's the question. So you don't. <laughs> well, I think it depends if you have an innie or an outie. If you wash, if you got an outie and you wash your belly, that's the belly button. Okay. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever contemplated this question in my entire life. So that's my answer. Uh, 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 back up, Meg. Come on. Oh, the answer is no. Here. That means no, right? Yeah, that totally means no. no. If you're not putting your finger in your little belly button hole, then it doesn't count as cleaning your belly button. Then no. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's same as Meg. I've never even thought about it before. I wash my belly, and I'm sure soap, and I know soap gets in there, but I'm not like deliberately being like, oh, better hit the belly button. Okay, now, now I just want to get a caller to say, yes, I purposefully, yeah, I about I purposefully clean my innie. Yeah, and they use a Q-tip and they dig okay. out whoa, the. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's it. That's a deep belly like button. A full-blown aftercare routine. Um, that's a mom thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. So I will say this. In that clip, I said, yeah, I don't either. And that we, I think we recorded that on either Monday or Tuesday. Well, since then, a few showers later, oh, I have noticed. Yes. I do. <laughs> I do. And what I do is after I soap my stomach and soap my belly, I, I noticed it because this. I heard a noise. I washed my be- belly button. I heard a little pop. And I was like, what the hell was that? And I looked down. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm washing my belly button. That's what it is. I do wash my belly button. See these hard driving questions we ask you. <laughs> do I'm you? telling you. Do you wash your belly button? I, I, don't, I never thought about it before. I don't think so. Not specifically, okay. no. Okay, so I do. I evidently am a inside belly button cleaner. We want to know if you are. <laughs> Nobody in the tribe is. Not Ginny. I am. Give us a call. 603 749 Okay, Q, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who's this? Uh, this is Jess from Alton. All right, so tell me the truth. Do you wash your belly button? I do. I actually will get out of the shower and take a Q-tip, and I put, like, hydrogen peroxide on it. What the? To, that? like, get everything out. <laughs> That's a deep clean. Same thing, the same way I clean my ears, so. And it's every time you shower? Uh, maybe a couple of times, like, twice a week. That's crazy. I love that you clean it. I'm appalled <laughs> that you use hydrogen peroxide and a Q-tip girl. Is your belly button a mile deep? No. <laughs> it's the same way I clean my ears, so it should work for that too. That's that's a good point. Every uh, Well, never mind. <laughs> Great call. Hilarious answer. Let's put you on hold and put you in the running for these uh, Brooks and Dunn tickets, okay? Hey, thank you. Way to keep that uh, that belly button clean. W-O-K-Q, who's this? Yes, it's just, uh, I want to answer the question about the belly button. All right, we're being anonymous. Do you clean your belly button? I do. I use a Q-tip, and I dig out every little bit of it. See? You got pieces, like, of lint and, and shirt in there, right? Yeah, you never know. You got lint left over. I mean, you could be eating, you know, eating your food and drop it in there, or having a cold beer and drop it in there, and you got leftovers. <laughs> you got leftovers? <laughs> now I know why he wanted to remain anonymous. Hilarious take. I'm so happy that your belly button's clean. That's it. All right, man. Stay on hold. We'll put you in the running for these Brooks and Dunn tickets.
cheated never ceases to amaze Give me that girl with her hair in a mess Sleepy little smile with her head on my chest That's the you that I like best Give me that girl Give me that girl loving up on me Old t-shirt and a pair of jeans That's the you I want to see Give me that Without a trace of makeup on Barefoot in the kitchen Singing her favorite song Dancing around like a fool Starring in her own little show Give me the girl that the rest of the world Ain't lucky enough to know Give me that girl with her hair in a mess Sleepy little smile with her head on my chest That's the you that I like best Give me that in Manchester. Uh, let's continue that conversation about belly buttons. WOKQ, who's this? Hi, my name's Deb. I'm from Rochester. All right, Deb. You sound like a belly button cleaning kind of woman. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I, uh, I do clean it um, every day because I had weight loss surgery about a year ago, and um, I get rashes once in a while and the uh, doctor said you got to clean it out so after even losing uh, 91 pounds wow. I clean it with my my um and everything. Get it nice and clean. Deb, can I just say congratulations? We're both so proud of you for yes. your weight loss journey. This is amazing. Uh, thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, this is this is such great news. I like that you're keeping it clean, following the doctor's order, and again, congratulations on the weight loss journey. So proud of you. Keep keep it up. Thank you so much, my friend. All right, Deb, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. We love you. We love you too. All right, stay on hold. We'll put you in the running for these uh, Brooks and Dunn tickets. Okay. Oh my God, that'd be awesome. Hold on. W-O-K-Q, who's this? This is Casey. All right, Casey, do you wash your belly button? Yes, I do. All right, everybody's washing their See? belly buttons. This is great. Do you have a routine, or is it just in the shower, and you kind of just put your finger in there and swirl it around? It's one of the first things I wash. Really? Yeah, it's one of the first things I wash. <laughs> now, is your belly button, like, normally dirty? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hygiene thing. You got to make sure you get every nook and cranny, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's a nook and a cranny. <laughs> and then some. This is so funny. Thank you so much for calling. We'll give you a call if you win. Thanks so much for waking up with Kieran Logan in the morning with us.
WOKQ, who's this? I'm Brandy from Dunbar, New Hampshire. You said Brandy? Brandy, yeah. All right, Brandy. Do you wash your belly button? You know what? I used to work in the operating room, and I learned from that you need to always wash your belly button. Whoa, wow. tell, tell me more about the medical science behind it. Yeah. So when you go in for surgery, especially the abdominal, they actually have to wash you before the surgery. And after seeing a spider climb out of somebody's belly button... <laughs> Shut up! I will... Oh, <laughs> wait, tell me more. Or, or, t- tell me as much as you're allowed to tell me. I know HIPAA and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was somebody going in for a surgery with their um, bowels and stomach, and I actually had to clean the spider out of their belly button before we could do the procedure. Was Ooh. it dead or alive? It was alive. It oh. crawled. <gasps> Did the patient know or were they under at that point? under at that point. Did when, no, we did not tell them. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, you had to tell them. They need to know. Well, from my point of view, I did not see the patient after, so I could not inform them of the spider. This is unbelievable. Uh, if you've had surgery on your belly region in the past year to five years, make sure to clean out your belly button. It could be any one of you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of creepy. I know. That's wild. Thanks so much for sharing that story. Let- Hey, is this my close personal friend and personal trainer, Liam? Yes, it is. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? My co-host, Ginny's here, too. Hey, Liam. How's it going? Uh, are you the one that uh, Logan tells all his close, personal, uh, deep, dark secrets to? He definitely he definitely discloses a few things to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess I'm talking about... Liam, I'm talking about you a lot on air this week. I, we had a whole segment, and I talked about you for a whole minute or two. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'll have to clip the audio and uh, and send it to you. But the reason we're calling is because something that you listening may not know is that I run a lot of my topic ideas by Liam because I like to try to see if it's a good topic. I try to engage. And one of the questions that I asked Liam is, do you wash your belly button? And boy, was I in stitches when he told me what he does. Liam, how do you wash your belly button? Well, you know, I used to just go in there with a little bit of soap. Like I'd put like, I'd wipe soap on my finger and just go in there, right? Right. Like there's gotta be a way, better way to do this. So I now would take off a chunk of my soap bar, toss it in there, switch it around a little bit and, uh, <laughs> That's my efficient way of washing up. <laughs> wow, that's a deep belly button. <laughs> his his streamlined process to clean his belly button is he has little chunks of soap just on his counter. Monday belly button wash, Tuesday belly button wash. God damn, that's outrageously funny. All right, man, thanks so much for uh, letting us call you and uh, airing this on air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. And if you get any belly button comments after this, after people hear this on the air, you have to call us back. Okay, you got it. (laughs) All right, wash your belly buttons. Keep them clean. 2024, clean belly button year. You got it. Thanks, Lee. See you, man. Okay, all I know is the majority of people are washing their belly buttons. So to my tribe, to the tribe on 97.5 WOKQ, wash your belly buttons. They all said no. They all said no. Yeah, they're in the minority here. All right, coming up with the famous people doing stuff. One country artist got a little too tipsy on stage. One artist wrote a diss track, and another artist is suing for an AI-generated photo. All that and more coming up in 10 minutes on 97.5 W. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hookstead, New Hampshire. We got a lot of good stories, so let's get into the first one. L. King was at the Grand Ole Opry last Friday mm-hmm. with Dolly for an Opry Goes Dolly event when L. King had a little too much to drink and uh, made that very clear up on stage. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm a- 
of English that girl as she said was bleeping hammered oh so the reason I'm bringing it up now is because unfortunately for L King uh, she's getting kind of some backlash because of it and a few of her shows are being postponed because of it four of her next shows are being postponed now from my reading and small bit of research I can't tell if it's her postponing it from mm. from what I'm understanding is it might be from sources and powers higher than her saying you know what you need to take a break. You're uh, in the limelight for the for the the spotlight for the wrong reasons. How about we we take a break for a bit? Oh, man, poor Al. Well, poor, poor no, Al. it was no, it was her fault. That's right, Jenny. Seriously, that's right, that's Jenny. Some accountability. Yeah. So Casey Musgraves is putting out a beautiful version of Bob. Excuse me, Bob Marley's classic Three Little Birds. This is gorgeous. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Beautiful. Real beautiful. Really? Okay, so Ginny, do you remember the story? I want to say it was a week ago. It might have been earlier this week, but I think it was at least a week ago, if not two. Zach Bryan was defending Tyler Childers because he had a new song called Shake the Frost. And Zach Bryan put out a tweet that said, quote, imagine being radio, whoever the hell that is, hearing Shake the Frost and being like, no, let's go with that Applebee's song, <laughs> which was kind of a chirp at Walker Hayes, fancy-like, because... I mean, I'll dissect it. I'll, I'll mansplain it for you. Uh, Zach Bryan obviously thinks that the Applebee's song is kind of a joke and doesn't have as much, uh, doesn't hold up as well as some of his or Tyler Childress song. Well, Walker Hayes took the high road at first. He said, big shout out to radio for playing that Applebee's song. Zach and Tyler, I'm praying for y'all's continued success. That's the high road. Well, <laughs> he went back a little bit. And he decided to make a song about it. And what a fast turnaround, because it's been like a week. Uh, here's the song. Wicked good, huh? Oh, so basically, the, the the song says, "Stop getting mad at people trying to make money. We're all trying to do it. It doesn't matter how you do it. We're all trying. Mm -hmm. We're all out there." I love it. I think it is a, a a funny diss. I'm curious to see if Zach Bryan claps back in any way. I'm sure we'll have an update on Monday for you. Last but not least, Taylor Swift is outraged and considering suing because an AI generated photo was made of her to be naked. 22 million people saw it. Swifties are mad for her. Taylor's mad for herself. Here's the thing. She's not the first person. Mm -hmm. Like, AI-generated photos are going around of famous actresses and, and whatnot, and they're obviously fake, and they're obviously very egregious with... Um, it's AI, so you can imagine what it's looking like. Yeah. But I don't know if, if anything that she... Like, she can't... She wants to sue. What are, you gonna, yeah. what are you suing for? Yeah. I mean, it stinks, but that's sort of the world we're living in right now. And there's going to need to be some kind of laws put in place regarding AI stuff because 
it is just an untapped area that we're going into in terms of technology. Well, if anybody can do it, Taylor Swift can. That's a very good point. (laughs) That's I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 W. Oh, yeah, we're feeling good. All right, on a fry, yay. Got the good stuff right here for you. All right, this Pennsylvania conductor, train conductor, is getting some praise. He found a man's wallet on his train, drove 50 miles out of his way. Wow. On his birthday. Come on. Yeah, and anonymously returned it with the help of um, a Philly TV station. So Greg Basile was able to find Richard Murray Day so he could properly thank him. Here's the audio um, from the ring camera because he just dropped it off, right? He drove 50 miles and dropped it off. So this audio from the ring camera as Murray Day returned the wallet and both men talking about the experience and meeting up. I found your wallet. I'm returning it. Found it on my train. What he did was pretty spectacular. What he had in there, I know he would really need it. And I wasn't looking for anything in return. I did what was in my heart. I think he's a great guy, and we're gonna we're gonna keep up this friendship. He's a great guy. Look at him. <laughs> I like that so much. Isn't that great? Yeah, and they yeah. they are. They're friends now. They talk regularly, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's a great start to a friendship. Yep. Now closer to home in Webster, Massachusetts, the that lake with that long name. Oh, Lake Charamanchunga Hanga Chang Chang. Yeah, that's that the one. one. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, over there, uh, an autistic. Uh, toddler was wearing only a diaper, wandered away from his home towards the French River uh, while his babysitter was distracted. Oh, no. Mm, Trouble there. Uh, Webster police officers aware of the attraction to water often seen with people with autism. They knew that. So they quickly located the boy uh, from a nearby riverbank. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Very scary. The baby was unharmed, and his mother and the Webster Police Department praised the officers in the call center because they knew where to look immediately because of his condition. And uh, it averted a potential tragedy. So kudos to the Webster Police Department. Yeah, right on. Cool. And then in a show of solidarity, students and staff at Liberty High School in Arizona, they love their geometry teacher, who also happens to be their soccer coach. Okay. His name is Tyler Hussey. And he's battling a very aggressive cancer. So in a show of solidarity, they all went into the gym, all of them, and shaved their heads. Come on. Yeah. The whole what, the soccer whole, team? Yeah. Everybody. That's great. Yep. That's great. Uh, he recently underwent lung removal and was going through radiation treatments and just so inspired by the school community and uh, the students. That's outstanding. Isn't that a great team. story? That's great. I love it. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOK. What do you got today, Jen? I'll start. Um, I'll I'll start. Wanna, no, go ahead. Deb. Deb was one of our callers today, and uh, I wanted to compliment her because she lost 91 pounds mm. on her own, and she, you know, she's been through a 